Okay, guys, so we're here uh, on PC and your mom. I'm Greg. I'm Mike. And we're here with Dave from The Loved Ones. Dave, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing just fine. How about yourselves? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Been. How's uh, the tour been so far? Well, it hasn't started. Today is the beginning, and uh, we haven't played one show. We flew in from Philly. We left about 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. and flew to LAX and then just drove right here to Anaheim at the Chain Reaction. So You were doing, a, it was like 15 shows on the East Coast a little bit earlier in the year? It was probably more than that. It was about three, three weeks. About 20. Yeah, about okay. 20 shows. Yeah, we did that um, starting the end of January into the beginning of February. How was that? Oh, it was awesome. It was one of the most rewarding and, uh, and fun touring experiences I've ever had. And one of the, the best things I think our band has done yet. So okay. Really, really fun. You guys uh, had been touring a lot with bigger bands as the opening act. Now that was your first headlining tour, right? Yep. Uh, how did you feel the response was for your first time as the headlining? Well, uh, the response was good just because we knew that the people were there for us. When you're opening for bigger bands, you're sort of trying to convert people and bring them your music, and you're not quite sure who's who's getting the, the message and who doesn't care and mm -hmm. so on. So some of the crowds were you know large and some of the crowds were small, but you definitely knew that people were there to hear what, what we play, so... That's always a rewarding mm -hmm. experience and kind of the point of why we wanted to do it. So uh -huh. it was great. Do you guys uh, prefer playing one area to another? Do you prefer like hometown fans or are there certain clubs which are better? Well, I mean, there's definitely, you know, various clubs that are, are more cushy or, or sound better or this or that. But uh, And then, of course, you factor in um, the hometown area as being the, the hotbed of our support, I guess. It's Philly and New York and Jersey and and D.C., and mm -hmm. even Boston now are towns where we have a pretty good response. So it's always more rewarding to play a show where people are really excited about it. Um, but uh, it's fun to come out to California. We had a great time in Europe. I mean, Eastern Canada is really fun. Okay. We pretty much don't go to the places where we don't like to play. Okay. <clears throat> Unless we're opening for another band that chooses to go there. But we avoid a lot of the places where... You know, it's kind of not fun to be. So, so you guys are pretty excited for this West Coast run? Yeah, totally. There's a lot of we have a lot of old friends out here, and uh, and we've played a lot of shows on the West Coast supporting other bands. And mm -hmm. again, this will be the first time we really do a headlining tour. We're really excited to play with Dead to Me. So okay, so um, uh, the tons of bands are stuck self-releasing albums for years and years and years, but you guys, within, like, it sounds like three years of starting to put stuff out, got it on Fat Wreck. Um, do you think there's a reason you guys have risen so quickly? Uh, I guess, I mean, naturally in life, sometimes there's some, uh, I think that everything sort of boils down to timing and, and hard work. I mean, we definitely work hard to, to play and to write songs and to stay active as a band and we've been in plenty of other failed bands and learned what not to do through that so I think that there's an element of strategy that we have in terms of just staying active and making people aware of what we're doing I guess but uh, I don't know I mean I don't really think about it like that you know okay. I mean I've been in bands with self-released records and bands that put out records on labels and it's just I think it's a long I mean, I kind of have a lifelong, uh, I guess you could call it a career or whatever. Me, personally, I've been playing music for a long time. So, you know, as things go on, to have um, other opportunities is 
is good. I don't really think about necessarily how. They, they all sort of add up, you know. Okay. But with that said, what kind of advice would you give to kids who are just starting out now? Well, I mean, I'm not really sure always how to answer that question because I don't really know if that kid really loves to play music. Okay. So I think ultimately if, if you love to play music, just play music for that reason. Yeah. Because it's not any kind of business that you can make a ton of money at or it's not a, really a viable career yeah. for uh, for someone to be like considering in terms of it being self-sustaining. It's kind of a, a gypsy lifestyle that you have to really love and you have to be passionate about what you're doing. And so if you are, to begin with, and you're 17 and you're starting a band, then that's all you really need. You just need to keep playing. And, uh, you know, everything else is just sort of, you, you learn it as you go. I mean, I think that that would be my advice. Just play if you love to play, and if you think it's a cool job that you can make lots of money at, then, you know, you're probably better off as a construction worker. Okay. On that note, uh, a lot of uh, what I've seen on your website and I hear a lot about you guys is that you really believe in what you're doing, especially with the loved ones. Uh, well, I mean, really I just believe, believe I, I believe that, um, I mean, believe in, in, the, in the words I wrote and that I'm, I was being honest about it. And I think that's kind of the point. All my favorite singers and songwriters and bands are people who were honest in their songs and, and uh, believed in it. So, okay. yeah, I would say that's, that's the case. Um... So, who are some of the big songwriters that inspired you? Um, I mean, it kind of runs the gamut. The Beatles and Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash, Bruce Springsteen, Patty Griffin. Uh, I mean, just new and old. There's all kinds of... Mm -hmm. of uh, I mean, you know, you get inspired by whatever you hear that strikes you. I mean, that band, The Hold Steady, has been pretty, mm -hmm. pretty inspiring to me lately. And... Uh, but there's, you know, the old classics, yeah. and The Clash, and Joe Strummer, and mm -hmm. replacements, yeah, always the replacements, and, uh, I mean, there's, there's a ton. Okay. So are you guys working on any new stuff for a future album? Yeah, yeah, we're planning on making a record this summer, and hopefully having it out either by the end of this year or the beginning of the next year, um, and there's a bunch of material in its infancy, um, a couple finished songs, but... Uh, it's going to take some time uh, to work it all out and to be off the road to do that. Okay. Because it's it's very difficult to write on the road. You have a very different environment. And it's sort of it's just a different scene. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be putting together material over the next couple months and then recording in the summer. That's our plan. You guys' first album was pretty well received by people, the kids and stuff. Uh, does that put any pressure on you for your next album in terms of staying true to your sound or that kind of stuff? No, I mean, I, I don't think that we've ever really looked at playing in a band as, or playing in this band as uh, being defining in one sense in terms of a sound. I mean, yeah. the sound that we have is is whatever comes out. So the pressure is just to make another good, honest record with good songs and yeah. good lyrics. And I mean... There was that same pressure on the first album, or for mm -hmm. anything, you know, you yeah. want to mm -hmm. put your best foot forward, but um, in terms of trying to fit into a box that people may or may not have a sin on, I mean, we're not the least bit interested in that. Is it too early for you guys to know if you're going to work with Brian again, producing? Um, I'm not, I don't think so. We'll probably oh, just uh, try some new things. I mean, we're interested in trying to push the envelope a little uh -huh. bit, not do the same thing over and over, and... Uh, I'd be interested to go in, in another direction. We've done two releases with Brian, and mm -hmm. we've all recorded with him in past 
bands and stuff, and we love them. And uh, but I think that uh, I think that he's his um, the thing the other albums and bands that he's used to dealing with are kind of pretty far away from what we are aspiring to do. Okay. Okay. Or sound like, or you know what I mean? Like, there's just yeah. some stuff that he records that I just can't wrap my head around. And uh, so, not not that that has a huge bit of bearing on it, but it just seems like it'd be nice to, to do something a little different and, and new. Have fresh ears on yeah, it. Yeah, fresh mm-hmm. ears and a fresh, sort of a, almost a fresh um, approach. Yeah. You know, a different approach to making music. Yeah, 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 just like a more organic scene and something that's less um, like success driven or something like yeah. that. And not that he put that pressure, but. It's just, I mean, we also had that mentality to some degree on the first record, and I think that there's been some various epiphanies that we've we've gone through and some changes we've gone through that have influenced this idea that we want to do mm-hmm. things a little bit more organically and a little little differently. Okay. So. Uh, where do you guys, with your future releases and just in general, where do you see punk music going in the future? I have no idea. Um, it's not, I mean, to me it's, I don't know. I mean, punk music is just such a strange... The way that people think about that is very different from person to person. So, yeah. Yeah. for me, it's all just about music, you know. I don't really think of us particularly as a punk band okay. any more than I would think of anyone else. I mean, I guess... I mean, we, we have a heritage in, in the punk scene, and, and we came up that way. And But, you know, I also grew up on rock and roll, so it's... Yeah. I mean, it's just sort of like... Whatever we do is what we do. I don't really think about it in terms of it, so so closely in terms of like genre. genre. And, I mean, I think that's a pat answer that bands give, but I really do think that you know, to me, it's I don't really don't care where punk music is going. Like okay. I just I'm more concerned about where our music's going and where the music of the songwriters that we love and bands that we love is going. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. You guys have been touring with uh, two guys from the Explosion playing with you. Yeah. Does that mean you're thinking about adding a second guitarist full-time to the band? Um, I don't oppose to it. No, I mean, we're kind of, again, we're kind of open. You uh-huh. know, we, Spider left, and we're kind of uh, going... We're going full bore in terms of touring and playing and writing and making a record and all that stuff, and not really slowing that down, but we are taking slow steps to determine what our, our next move is in, in those respects. Okay. Whether or not we're going to get, uh, who we're going to get to play bass, if we're going to get a guitar player. We may end up with a keyboard player. Oh, sure. It just, it really just depends on who's available and what we want to do and how the songs shape, shake out and all that stuff. Uh-huh. It's, it's all up in the air. Okay. And uh, lastly, what's your uh, favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, I don't really eat that much ice cream anymore. I would say, uh, I like strawberry ice cream. It's pretty delicious. Strawberry ice cream. Yeah, there good. you go. You're listening to PC and your mom on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. <laughs>